0: Okay, Sybil. Play Life Sentence. Sure, Finding You Life Sentence, a Mags Creative Production, Episode 3. For best results, please put your headphones on now. Now, 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 Seriously.
1: Okay, how are we all doing? I hope you're all, I don't know, sitting, standing, lying, living comfortably. I thought we should check that we're on the same page to clear up who I am if I haven't explained. I made this world and a million others. I made this earth and all her brothers. I made a whole wide universe, though to be fair, you were the first and I know your knowledge has its limits. So I'll tell you how I did it. I made some of the pieces, and then I let them go. I let them grow. I made water, but I let water raise her daughters, her seas, her rivers, her lakes, her rain, basically all of her big blue terrain. I made the earth, but I let the earth give birth to her trees, her weeds, her flowers. And like I mentioned a while ago, it's kind of important that you know that it was made with a balance in mind. It was made in the hope that you would all be kind. And I want you to learn to be gentle too. I want you to fight for this big ball of blue. And so without any further ado, let's go visit our next guest. Or rather, next two. Conversation three. Marco, Polo, Polar Bear. Okay, let's set the scene. Firstly, most importantly, it is fantastically cold out here. It's like a cold you've never known. A cold that sinks inside your bones. And the air out here is spangled with a glittering swirl of ice. It's like the stars have fallen down and turned a brilliant, luminous white. And on the edge of the horizon, icebergs loom like marble walls. And as the Arctic moon starts rising, there's that legendary call. These guys are giants, Herculean hunters, epic sprinters, the apex predators of the Arctic circle. So yeah, they're fearsome, like, let's not lie, but they're also like genuinely, genuine nice guys. And the last time I checked in with them, we had a roaring time. This was my last visit back in late 1909.
2: 6th of April 1909 has been enshrined in the annals of history after Robert Peary, Sr. and his team of explorers first set eyes on the geographic north pole.
0: Mo, no, Get over it!
2: Get sat down, get sat down. Jip, how are we doing? We are doing very well, Mo. Very well indeed. You look not so bad yourself. Ah, well, you know. I imagine that's the beauty of creating the time-space continuum. You've rigged it so you never age, you devious little so-and-so. Sit down, sit down. Have a drink with me, Mo.
1: Okay, listen. The thing about Jip is that you cannot get a word in. So let me tell you really quickly just a little more about him. Jip was the name given to him by some of the first people to live up here. Jip, as in granddad, in the language of the Kets. And Jip has other names that other speakers understand. Speakers of the languages that first found out this land. They call him the ever-wandering one. And sometimes they call him old man in a cloak. Because he paces the desert beneath Arctic suns. And he... Pads through the air like a cloud of white smoke. And the legends of people from long, long ago tell of polar bear men who traversed through the snow, who walked on two feet, and who, when they got home, shed their coats and turned human when they were alone.
2: Yeah, same again, please. Ta. Good day, then. Mm. Ah, Damn good day. I'm fat fed and watered, Mo. What more could I possibly ask for? And I've just had an absolutely cracking dinner. Oh yeah? Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't say you because uh, (laughs) it's not strictly kosher, but the point is, Mo, it's been a bloody good day in paradise. Glad to hear it. You're doing research, am I right? Hmm. You do us the great favour of a celestial descent every few hundred years to check in on your first, most fragile creation. Yeah, something like that. See, I've got your number. You didn't make us all from scratch, did you, Mo? You delegated. You gave the elements some creative licence. I just put a few fundamentals in motion. And one of your creations was bears, but polar bears took you unawares.
1: That's right, Jip. You were a wonderful surprise.
2: Oh, no, now, don't flatter me. Right. I'm joking. Go on, flatter me.
1: I think you flatter yourself
2: plenty. Listen, while I've got you, I thought I'd give you a couple of pointers. Okay. So, firstly, I do like to go by my Latin name sometimes. That is Ursus (laughs) Maritimus.
1: Yeah. I- I'm going to call you Jip. Well... Just just because it's shorter.
2: Ah, okay.
1: You going to tell me what you had for dinner? Ah,
2: You'd never forgive me. Truth is,
1: I had an idea dawning. Because you see, that very morning, a few of you had gone exploring. Challenging the final frontier.
2: This month saw the remarkable endeavour of a group of several quite remarkable men... A formidable, daring, human adventure into the wilds of the as-yet undiscovered Arctic Circle. That unforgiving place that many men will only dream of. A silent, ghostly, menacing desert, home to some of the world's most disquieting predators. Of course, our men went equipped with both guns and daggers, weapons designed to fend off even the most grisly attacks. attacks.
1: I guess one thing these explorers learned is that bad things can happen when your back is turned. So, Jip, about this secret meal. I'm guessing it wasn't an arctic seal.
2: (sighs) I ate an explorer, okay? Full disclosure, but I think he would have died anyway from exposure. Wait, wait, wait.
1: Why did you eat him?
2: Because! He was being nosy. Jip,
1: there's plenty to eat around here.
2: Yeah, well, he should have been nowhere near.
1: This place is fully, completely abundant. It sounds like this manhunt was pretty redundant all right i'm sorry
2: won't happen again oh that is good have some of that these explorers are just curious jim they
1: want to know what it's like up here it's a pretty sweet spot
2: yeah it is a sweet spot and i could do without the intrusion they're not doing any harm
1: they're just having a look around
2: they're poking about on my land and they might be dead innocent now, but this will soon get out of hand.
1: In true Gip style, he was properly right about that. He could tell these men were viral and their mission was myopic. He could tell that this would spiral and would soon be catastrophic. Let's get back up to the Arctic to see what can be done. Last time it was 1909. This time it's 2021. The Arctic is warming twice
0: as fast as anywhere else on Earth the Arctic is an incredibly important system in the global climate system. So just like the Amazon are the lungs of the world, the Arctic is like our circulation system. Arctic scientist Charles Monnet, whose pioneering research shed light on the plight of the polars, has been suspended by the U.S. government. Environmental charities condemned the move, calling it the flagrant censorship of independent research. The timing is certainly suspicious as the US government comes under increasing pressure from oil companies seeking permission to drill in the fragile Arctic Circle.
2: Experts have issued a stark warning about the dangers of Arctic oil rigs for the polar bears that live alongside them. Even limited contact with oil can fatally contaminate bears' fur, and the toxicity of ingested oils is expected to lead to countless
3: deaths in an already plummeting population. Will you please stay nice and close behind me?
1: This is Layla, Jip's great great granddaughter, and her two young ones, Sammy and Jip
2: Jr.
3: Mom! I'm hungry! Yet yeah, you said Jip, and what did I say? <sighs> Tell me when we can. What? That we'll eat when we can. Don't you be Aggie with me, Jip. Mom? What is it? Can I have a piggyback? Absolutely not. Please! No, no, get down, get off, you little pest. We're there yet, Sammy.
2: We're not there yet, Sammy, obviously. Stop aggravating Mum. You don't
3: aggravate me, baby. We just... we've got to keep on going. But where are we going? We're going somewhere safer. Where is safer? We're getting out of Hudson Bay. Yes! I want to see the snow. I know you do, baby. I want that too. And the ice. And the ice. Will you tell us more about what the ice is like? You're going to see it for yourself. I promise. Tell us. Tell us. We've had this story already today. Again. Again. Okay. Huddle in. The place we're headed is called the Great Great McClintock McClintock Channel. Channel. And in the Great McClintock Channel, the frost rolls in very early in the winter. It steals over the sea like a gigantic, gigantic white, blanket. white blanket. The Great McClintock Channel is the most magical place on Earth. It's a place where we're safe. Where we're offered protection. Where there's ice, ice upon on ice, ice in every direction. Jip, when we get there, let's race to touch the first iceberg. Hello? Who's there? It's... No. Is it? Mo!
2: Mo! Nayla! You're here! I'm Sammy. Hello. I'm Jip.
1: You're (laughs) Jip? You're a Jip off the old block.
2: Are you
3: coming with us, Mo? We're going hunting for fresh snow.
1: I'll follow with you for a while.
3: We've got a good long way to go. The place where we headed is called the Great McClintock Channel. And in the Great McClintock Channel, the frost rolls. What's happening
1: up here? Everything is... disappearing.
3: We're too close to people, Mo. This place is supposed to be ours, but they are taking it piece by piece. They are melting it, bit by bit. And they are killing us, one by one. Cappy was the first of us to meet them face to face. And all across the Arctic, there are whispers of her case. I remember the night that it happened. I still think of it after dark. Jip and Sammy were tiny. We hadn't eaten for weeks. Cappy was close, nearby, and her daughters were almost ready to walk. She wanted to hunt mo. She was the perfect hunter. Strong, powerful, patient, poised. She wanted to stay far out on the ice, but the ice was fading beneath us. And so, one evening, she went further than before. Further and further into terrible streets. She should never have been there, Mo. She should have been with her daughters. She should have been spared the nightmare of her ending.
0: are predicting that polar bears are going to come off the ice earlier and hungrier because of climate change, and there's going to be more of these kinds of attacks. We can see the polar bear looking for ice, looking for a place to rest. And indeed, as the Arctic changes, the situation is dire for many Arctic species. Researchers tracking Russia's polar bear population say that these iconic hunters are now behaving like scavengers. Residents in these remote towns say the scare tactics are deployed wherever possible, but that when all else fails, the bears must be destroyed. These iconic hunters' bears must be destroyed. Scavengers. Scavengers.
3: (coughs) (coughs) What's that? What's happening? Get behind me now. What is it, Mum? Mum?
0: If you look over to your left, you'll see three of our resident polar bears. That looks like a mother and two young cubs.
3: Oof, God, they're awful skinny.
0: They might be a little on the hungry side, but this truck is good and bear-proof. Now go ahead and get as many photos as you can. We'll drive a little closer.
3: Mom? Run. Run! Sammy, Jip, you remember how to swim? I can't swim far, Mum. I can't. I... I know, baby, but we have to try. Where's the ice? It's... Uh, I don't know. it oh, so soon would be the Great McClintock Channel. I thought... it's changing. Mum? Come here, baby. I can't swim. Will you give me a piggyback? I'll try. If I'm not too tired, I will try. I promise.
1: This is not, this, this isn't right.
3: Parts of Western Germany and Belgium have been devastated by unprecedented flooding. Over 180 people are known to have drowned in the floods and the search for hundreds more continues across the region. World leaders are unanimous in identifying global warming as a trigger for this fatal cataclysm. The flooding God is
0: also alert. Us that call. are calling a synops- Fatal cataclysm? Jesus. As if we're not all riddled with stress and bloody heart attacks already. What do they want us to do about that?
2: God knows. Chuck money at it. Sponsor a polar bear or something.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Give us a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bolt the windows, love. It's biblical outside. Hey, do you
2: know what they say we do these thunderstorms for another week? Oh. Just close up tight
0: and whack the eatin' up, love. And bring me an otty. This weather's flipping arctic. If current trends continue, polar bears will be entirely extinct within 80 years. Melting sea ice will trigger reproductive extinction within the next 20 years, as female bears become unable to carry cubs due to encroaching starvation. The first stage of polar bear extinction is expected to conclude in 19 years, 243 days, 18 hours, 4 minutes and 37 seconds, 36 seconds, 35 seconds, 34 seconds, 33 seconds, 32 seconds, 31 seconds. Life Sentence is a Mags Creative Original. Written by Tabitha Mortiboy. Supervising Producer is Kelsey Bennett. Executive Producer is Megan Hill-Smith. Sound Design and Audio Production by Kit Milsom. Please rate, review, subscribe, follow and share the show.
2: Thank you for listening to Life Sentence. For another distinct take on the climate crisis, why not also check out Sustainababble, a comedy podcast, if you can believe it, about the state of planet Earth. Every week, all and Dave try to understand exactly how we've got into this mess and who's to blame. And it turns out that just because the world's going to hell in a handcart, that doesn't mean we can't have a chuckle about it all from time to time. To listen to Sustain a Babel, you can download now from wherever you get your podcasts
1: from.